Dang it, Jazz. It's stuck in my head. Now you got to deal with it. Fuck you. Like, why did he sing Guy's theme? You need to play that as background music for a fight. The songs last too long for your fights. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I was just about to say it. Oh, it's over. Oh, wait. <laughs> Everyone knows the best fighting game music goes with Marvel vs. Capcom 2. <laughs> Take me for a ride. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. And at that point, having come completely full circle on B-roll from previous episodes, we're going to go ahead and start. Legit the exact same conversation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast. It's not afraid to take a favorite B-movie from the cast pass and weaponize that nostalgia using lizard folk and swamp punk motorcycles. My name's Turner, and I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre-, mid-, and post-show announcements, at least until I finally lose a race to my son, crowning him the DM of the podcast and the King of Cali. Episode 25, The Party Dukes It Out on a Hazardous Roadway. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We sincerely appreciate you making time for us in your busy podcast listening schedules. A special thank you goes out to our patrons, whose investment helps us improve the show and offer even more content. Be sure to hang out after the episode to find out exactly what rewards they're getting besides the very well-justified feeling of moral superiority. A quick reminder that the Gimme the Loot podcast is not a family-friendly show due to a mix of profanity, fantasy violence, and gore, and crude humor. Any additional specific content warnings will be in the show notes below. Real quick, before we get into the episode, again, if you're in an area where COVID is on the rise, please be careful. Mask up, get vaccinated if you haven't already. It doesn't take much to be a better hero than one of the party of five. Here's your chance. On that note, let's get into it. And we're back with the party of five. And I am Harlan playing Todd Tiefling, your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter. Uh, in Todd, we trust. And uh, that's it for right now. You really should just get the one. No, I get it. I'm gonna get it. I mean, it's gonna keep growing. Yeah. It's gonna keep growing if if I can come up with more ingenious stuff. All right. Well, if we're relying on your wit to extend it, then we should be okay. <laughs> oh, we do. Well, now, now we have seven <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> next up, this is uh, Andrew playing Moyle Mossberg, the cleric with all the charm. This is Jamie playing Eldrin Thaneros, the ranger with snark and the hunter's mark. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, okay. This is Jazz playing Fate, the uh, Z Quill Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Just passing out that sleep, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and Anthony playing Baba Tunde. Okay, guys, we pick up mid fight in the Southern Fens. 
Last session, you guys wrapped up your business in the lighthouse, met with a representative of the Mercantile Guild who paid you and revealed exactly what had happened to Baba's family. Although the information that she gave is somewhat dubious in some of its details, uh, heavy with that information in hand, you began to look at ways to get on the elevated highway and go deeper into the Southern Fens following the tracker to Moyle's stabilizing agent. You met up with your old friend Zadzum got some additional tips and some directions, hit the road. At first, the trip was largely uneventful, but then to the thrumming backbeat of some early white zombie, a group of lizard folk astride these strange mechanical vehicles adorned with bones and skulls of giant and not-so-giant reptiles come barreling out of the swamp and begin to try and run you off the road and waylay you. After an early exchange, you guys are able to knock two of them off and take them out, but we pick up with Moyle hanging desperately from the back of the Winamajo, Todd behind the wheel, and Fate and Eldrin on the roof of the vehicle ready to go. We're going to go ahead and just start back at the top of the order, which is our big vehicle towards the back. The big monster truck size thing with the giant, it's a giant lizard or some kind of giant reptile skull that clashes its teeth as it drives forward. There are a number of lizard folk clinging on to it. You can see it's, it's got a couple of harpoon launchers bristling out the side. But it is not faster than Winamajo, and since you guys have not been forced to slow down in any way, it's not able to advance. And that brings us to Eldrin. Oh, shit. I was not expecting it to be me. <laughs> All right. So I'm still towards the front, right? Yeah, you're on the uh, the roof of the Winamajo towards the front by the ceiling hatch. There are three lizard folk still kind of out in front of the Winamajo, two to the right of it, kind of one up towards the front and one towards the back, and then one towards the back left corner. Hmm. So the, fir- the closest uh, larger... Vehicle is still has what two two lizard men in it lizard people. It's got a a lizard lizard folk driving it, and then one sitting in what appears to be a harpoon launcher to the side. There's nobody clinging to the outside of it. Those were blown off right. or knocked off. Okay, I am going to going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. You guys can see the nameplates of the individual lizard folks, right? So you can just tell me the name of the yeah. So lizard it's, folk uh, I'm going to attack. Uh, first, I'm going to hunter's mark. Is it Tina, the one that's on the on the launcher? Or is it Wood? Which one's the driver? Tina is the uh, the one in the harpoon launcher. Wood is the one driving. Now both of them will have. Uh, it won't be an issue for hunter's mark, but that their position in the vehicle does give them partial cover. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go for the. The harpoon launcher. I forgot already which one that was. <laughs> That's Tina. Tina. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I was casting my hunter's mark on Tina. All right. So we're gonna do my first attack. Ooh. Mm. That's not a hit. Eleven. Yeah. That's a terrible roll. I blame this new uh, roll hacks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna just roll my second attack anyways. Cause what the fuck is this shit? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're actually shoot you're actually shooting at the pilot and gunner on the the dune buggy. Look at one that's coming up. Yeah, there's Tina. So there's the two dune buggy ones, the one that's about the size of a bus, and then the one that's the size of a, a Mack truck, similar to the Winamajo, which is actually yeah, closer to two Mack trucks. Whatever the closest one was, right? Yeah, both of your arrows zing back and just deflect off the vehicle itself, not even doing any damage. God damn it. All right. Whiff. So then that brings us to Todd, you are up. All right. I think Fate's next to me, right? No. 
No, Todd's inside. Todd's inside. We have one on top. I'm inside. Okay, so so yeah, Todd is inside. Fate is up top. So no, Fate is <sighs> almost directly above you on top of the Winamajo while you are inside. Okay. Okay, so Eldrin has the other um, steering column, right? Correct, right. All right, because it might just get crazy going on. Now, okay, the question. Mm-hmm. If I was to jump, oh, I, there's no windows, right? I'd have to jump from the roof. No, there's a there's a window where I'm at, right? Yeah, right okay. next to you where you're. That's what you you shot your hand crossbow yep. out that a couple okay. of times. So yeah. So what would happen? Oh boy. Asking if I was to <laughs> jump from said window <laughs> to get to Choo Choo, could I, what would the athletic check need to be made? Okay. And could I ride said beast if I murdered him? <laughs> you would do an acrobatics check to make sure that you land on the vehicle. We're going to say that that's even within your normal jump range. You don't even need to use your jump ring. But if you do use your jump ring, I will let you have advantage on the roll mm. if you burn your jump ring. And then you and Choo Choo then would do a grapple check to see who would grapple who. Well, we would do basically a strength mm. contest. If you won, I would say that you could throw Choo Choo off. If you lose, then Choo Choo is going to stay on the vehicle and then Choo Choo would have to do a driving check to make sure that they don't lose control since they were wrestling with you. But yes, I would give Todd the general intuitive ability to start driving a motorcycle. It's on. Oh boy. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I, what's the consequences of me failing this athletic check? And how fast? How fast do we go? Before that even happens, as if as if someone could could almost read your thoughts, you hear bubble up from your hip. God damn right, that's the way to do it, Todd. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Yep, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm so if you're if you're asking what the consequences of your action is, if you fail the acrobatics check, you will take falling damage a little plus since you're moving at top speed. You will then have to do a dexterity saving throw not to get hit by Primo, hmm. and then things get really bad as the other vehicles try to run you over. But we'll play that out on their turn. Shoot. So. Go for it. Okay. All right. All right. That's, that sounds very dangerous. Do it. <laughs> Shoot the J. Oh, oh, the J is being shot. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also using my ring of jumping just so I can have. I don't trust myself. Oh, <laughs> what? You're so bad. What'd you say? What? You're good. I think you're good. Go ahead. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> I need advantage on this roll. Yep. I don't trust. I don't trust. Hopefully, you don't need to jump back at any time. I'm not <laughs> jumping back. I've, once I get on this motorcycle, we're opening up the back, and I'm riding choot, this, this beast in back into the Winnebago. So no one's driving the car now, though. It's gonna be me. You, you're holding it, aren't you? No. Shooting arrows. You missed your arrows. Fate's right up there. You guys did activate your psychic ability. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Then yeah. I will. I will let Todd do a mental. Eldrin, take the wheel. Shout as you as you jump out. <laughs> it's going down. All right. I'm using my ring of jumping to get advantage on this athletics check, okay. acrobatics check. Which one is it? Doing an acrobatics check. You raise your ring of jumping up to your lips. You kiss it. You <laughs> slide your feet out the window, Dukes of Hazard style. Coil yourself up and. Give me your rolls. Give me two acrobatics checks. All right. <gasps> 18. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, it was cocked out. I thought that was a 20. Hey, do I need to get the other one? <laughs> do I need? Nah, yeah. You, you crit that thing if you can. Go. You you roll. You <laughs> always roll. Crit that thing. 20. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I told you to crit that thing. 
That was a hard check. You needed a 20 or higher. What? To get it. I, that's wow. what I thought I had. Okay. All right. You are jumping from a moving vehicle to land difficult. on the back of a fucking motorcycle. Todd coils himself up like a spring, fires himself off like he's diving <laughs> off the edge of the pool, flies through the air with just amazing fucking grace and lands just astride the fucking motorcycle, riding right behind fucking Choo Choo, who immediately starts going... <laughs> <laughs> hissing at you and trying to like reach their arm back around to swipe at you. But with a nat 20, I'm going to say you are perfectly positioned and will even give you advantage on the nat 20 on your grapple check. We're going to do a contested strength check now, but you will have advantage because you just so fucking perfectly stuck the landing on this. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not that you flipped while you were coming out. You did that weird corkscrew <laughs> spin that you see in it, like that weird torpedo spin. Like, what is that providing? Well, apparently that was providing just the right amount of fucking goddamn forward fucking aerodynamics that Todd needed to spear onto this back of this motorcycle, land in a fucking handstand, and then flip <laughs> fucking ass down into perfect position. Give me your strength roll. At advantage. Oof. Okay, so... Roll it again. Don't fuck this up, Todd. 19. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> 19. Ne needed that. A 17. Let me see what old Choo Choo's strength bonus is here. He can't be stronger than me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I only got plus one. <laughs> Ooh, tied for the strength roll. So he gets a plus two on his strength. Does it roll again? Nope. That's a deadlock. Can I still stab him, though? I mean, we're right there. I can... I, I, didn't, I never got to do a killing blow. Mm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say leaping from another vehicle somewhat dramatically and attempting to rest the lizard person from their spot is your move. That, that's fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but as a badass move, man, you hear Echo go, yeah, the entire time you're doing it. <laughs> you all hear this, you hear a fucking ain't right. That's Todd, the motherfucking tiefling come from his hip. Wait, wait. Is this sort of is this sort of man now? Did Echo turn into a dude at some point? Yeah, if I say Echo used to be super feminine, what the hell? <laughs> Echo is appropriately named. Todd did not seem to be responding very well to the feminine voice. <laughs> <laughs> And Echo, Echo mirrors what he thinks that the owner needs to hear. Oh. And Todd seems like he responds to brotastic encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That power thirst voice. Echo's previous owner had a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with Sword. <laughs> but Todd, Todd's living a life, man. <laughs> Snap into a tiefling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Todd, Todd does think this echo is a lot cooler now. Okay. So moving on. Moyle, you are up. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Blindness Deafness. You're not going to do anything till you pull yourself off of the ramp that you're falling on. <laughs> right now, you are dangling from the back of the ramp, your feet clinking a little bit against the ground as it bumps up and down. Could I cast uh Featherfall and Blindness Deafness? <laughs> uh, no, you can cast a spell that's an action or a spell that's a bonus action and a cantrip to fill the other slot. Okay. 
So first thing you need to do, quite frankly, is give me either, uh, just give me an athletics check to pull yourself up. Okay. It's a 23. No problem. Moyle does not skip arm day. You're able to shimmy yourself up onto the tailgate and stand all the way up. Now, what do you want to do? I would like to cast blindness, deafness on Primo. What's the range on that? 30 feet. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Primo is close enough. Okay. So they need to do a a roll of 14 or higher on a constitution save or they are blinded or deafened. I'm assuming you want to choose blindness or you just... Blindness, yeah. Okay. 15. So you blast out some smoke out of your staff, but they are able to avoid the smoke screen and they do not lose their vision. Fate, you're up. The wheel is between me and Eldrin, yeah? Up on top of the bus? The wheel is in front of where Eldrin is standing. Okay. So Eldrin probably didn't see Tide go flying out the window and onto this motorcycle like I just did. He definitely heard Echo being like, yeah! Woo! So he knows. I mean, he doesn't know what that who that voice is. That the first time he's heard that voice, but but fate was truly the only person with the front row seat to see the spectacle that Todd just put on. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody saw that other than fate. Although Todd, we did establish that Todd telepathically yelled, "Eldrin, take the wheel!" Right. <laughs> so with this truly awe-inspiring moment, fate, out of the kindness of his heart, decides, you know what? For once, I'm going to help Todd out, and I'm going to cast whole person on uh, Choo Choo over there. Okay. Wait, wait. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Never mind. Yep. Go, go ahead. How is... No, let it happen. So as I'm getting ready to do this, I think out to Todd, grab the wheel, and then I cast whole person. Okay. You, you see fate pull a paper clip out of his robe and straighten it out into a single, single <laughs> fucking little thing and flick it at Choo Choo and it stabs him in the eye and they go, oh, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> Choo Choo fails the save and is paralyzed and we will resolve what happens when we get to Choo Choo's turn on initiative in just a moment. Oh. But since Todd's turn on initiative isn't for another two or three turns after that, we'll, uh, we'll just have to kind of see what happens. Oh, hey. And then I was going to go grab the wheel. That was going to be the last of my turn. Yeah, you're able to to move yeah. over and grab the wheel, which means at the top of the order, you're going to have to give me the left or right decision. Oh, fun. I'm going to say you're standing right on top of the hatch with your with your hands on the wheel. Then that brings us to Baba. All right. I'll take two shots at Tina. Yep. Tina in the harpoon thrower does have partial cover. But so does uh, this one. Wood. Is that wood? Well, wood actually has three quarter cover being in the pilot's cabin. Like you can just see the top of Wood's head popping over bone and vine and stick front fender and hood of the contraption. Whereas Tina is more kind of sitting in a, a wicker basket with a, a harpoon ballista sticking out of it. You got a clear shot at Motherland, but, mm. uh, or, and I would even give you a clear shot at Primo, mm. but the other two, not so much. And, but they've been hit though, right? Tina and, and Wood? Let me check where Tina, how Tina and Wood are doing. I mean, you guys, you guys took out. Cause I would have seen them get, I saw them get Eldrin did. Yeah. You guys took out the shield guys that were hanging on to it. Choo Choo has been hit. I have Choo Choo has, has having taken some damage from Todd shooting a couple of hand crossbow bolts into him, but I have all the other lizard people are feeling fine. No, I shot somebody. Mm, yeah, I think you shot the... Um, it's probably the one that I killed, one of the ones I killed. Yeah, you did shoot one of the ones that... Got knocked off? Either Greenie or Kid Chaos oh, okay. or one of the... Or Queenie or Kid Chaos or one of the ones that you had shot okay. previously because I have damage recorded for them. That's cool. So yeah, I'm going to still shoot Tina 
and I'll decide where my second shot goes after the first shot. Okay. With partial cover, you're going to need a 17 or higher. I did not get it. Hmm. That arrow sails off into the ro- uh, swamp. Okay. So I'll, sh- I'll try and shoot her again. 24. That'll hit. Nine damage. You draw back, line up after that that first shot, a little bit embarrassed, mm-hmm. and zing one right into good old Tina's shoulder. Tina's looking pretty rough. Tina is not is not super beefy. That arrow manages to thwack her pretty good right in the lizard chest, and she is hurting. Cool. That brings us to the medium-sized vehicles. I know last time you gave us extra damage because... Yeah, I'll give you an extra 1d6 extra damage for velocity of the arrow coming off. Extra two. Extra two. Okay. Tina's looking real rough. Real rough. Like another well-placed arrow could very well take Tina out. She, in fact, could use another hero. Different movie, but still fucking pertinent to the Road Warrior situation we are currently in. The dune buggy things get a little bit closer. As they are able to gain on you, they are a little bit faster than the Winamajo overall. Not enough to completely catch up, but enough to close the distance a little bit. The bus-sized vehicle and the semi-sized vehicle are still holding back and are you are still largely out of their range. However, this move now puts you into range for some harpoon launchers on the dune buggies. So, Tina is going to respond in kind, Baba, with a harpoon shot at you. I'm going to say no shield because you're using the longbow. So I got to get an 18. Oof. Mm. Nat 20. Uh, Tina does not appreciate your arrow to the chest. And she responds Mm -hmm. with a beefy harpoon, which nails Baba for 18 points of damage. Mm. (laughs) This is not an arrow she's shooting. It's called a harpoon for a reason. So you guys see this big, beefy harpoon fire up and slice through Baba's side and 10 or higher, it sticks in the top of the Winnebago. Oof. And it latches into the Winnebago and now it is tethered to you with a cable. So Baba's impaled with by a harpoon? No, no, no. It slices past him, but now there is a harpoon lodged into the top of the Winnebago with a zip line running in between. Oh, <laughs> Uh, upwards. <laughs> oh no, actually you guys had the door open. That's right. So it's just a straight zip line in between one of the doom buggies and you guys. Now that's the one that doesn't have the shield riders on it. Great. That would be a lot worse if it was one that still had the crew that could board using that zip line. The other one is going to fire its harpoon at Moyle. Yes. Moyle does a 12 hit. Yes. Oh no. Sorry. No, no, no. Oh, we'll say what? <laughs> I could survive a 12. <laughs> Well, are you using your shield right now, or you just you two fisting it with the hammers? Two fisting it with the hand, well, hammer and staff, but yeah, two fisting with the hammer. Philly uh, lines up and fires off a harpoon at you. I use my one-handed warhammer and same hammer. What? Same hammer. That's, that's just no. one hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, someone doesn't know the shaft from their tip. Uh, I use a one-handed warhammer and I hold it out like I'm going to bunt it. <laughs> and it just dings right off. So that brings us to the bottom of the order, which is the motorcycles. First thing we're going to do is deal with the fact that Choo Choo can't steer and is paralyzed. <laughs> So, where Choo Choo is positioned, Choo Choo is to the right of the Winnemajo. Now, as I described at the beginning of the battle, you guys were coming up into a big interchange area where there was a couple of clover leaves where the highway split out to different directions. There was a way station. There was a couple of loading stations. So, at the top of each order, there is a decision that has to be made to whether you want to go left or right, basically. Do you want to, do you want to stay? Sometimes it'll be taking a left exit. Sometimes it'll be, and you're staying on the main. Sometimes it'll be, you're staying on the main or 
taking a right exit. But either way, the, over the next couple of miles, there are just a ton of, of forks and exits and, and merges in this particular section of highway, which is why the lizard folk ambush people here, because it's easier for them to get on and get off. It, it's a little bit confusing to newer drivers. Right now, Choo Choo can't do anything, and it's not an issue right this second. So first thing I'm going to do is for Choo Choo's turn, they're going to try and break out of the hold person. If they don't, then when the Winamajo makes their decision this next round, there will be consequences. Because if the Winamajo goes right, you will run into Choo Choo and Todd, mm. which means the Winamajo would have to go left. If the Winamajo goes left and nobody does anything for Choo Choo and Todd, you guys have seen those action movies where they run into the cone, like the like the, the trucks on a highway, and then they, they don't make the exit and they slam into all those safety barrels. The big water barrels. Yeah, exactly. Like that, but without the safety water barrels. Viscera. Yeah. <laughs> so Todd will get catapulted into the swamp below because Todd's turn doesn't come for a couple of rounds later. So oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Basically, what will happen is Eldrin on his turn will have an opportunity to rescue Todd if Choo Choo doesn't break out of the hold person spell. Oh, boy. What was your DC fate? It's a 16. Choo Choo broke out. You see Choo Choo. You know, it's funny. Is it fate, believe, fate really believed he was helping and not really <laughs> just potentially fucking Todd left a thousand ways to Sunday. But I'm pretty sure Todd's going to assume the other. <laughs> You see Choo Choo kind of shake it off like like a giant fucking mosquito flies up, spacks into uh, Choo Choo's eye, which snaps him out of their paralysis and they grab the wheel. That takes their entire turn, but they will be able to maneuver is the most important thing. So then that brings us to Primo. Primo is going to attempt to drop back and then drive up the tailgate and run over Moyle Mossberg. No. So the first thing that they are going to do, so they slam on the brakes a little bit, maneuver to behind the Winamajo line up with that tailgate that's kind of dragging along the ground and do a stunt roll to rev up and pop a wheelie. Which is something Primo would absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> and they get an 11, which isn't enough to cause them to wipe out, but isn't enough for them to be successful. So they pop that wheelie and then kind of wobble a little bit and then drop their front tire down. And that's going to be their turn. Primo almost burned his nuts off. I need all of you to go watch Biker Boys. No. I, I need you to do that. I never me. need to watch that movie again. <laughs> He's seen it already. One time, and I was like, I'm never watching this movie again. Well, I need you to be able to catch these jokes, man. <laughs> no, I don't need to. I'm going to let them fly right past me. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just slam on the brakes and let the jokes fly right past you. <laughs> he's doing a he's doing an endo with the jokes. He's just... Mm. <laughs> Nobody? All right. I got you. No, I built this encounter just for you and and Anthony Jazz. Uh, this is <laughs> this is well within y'all's wheelhouse. Y'all are doing the, the reference heavy lifting on this one. Are you going to do a Fiddler on the Roof one for me? I'm worried about it. You're going to do one just for me. Just for me. Are you, are you a big Fiddler on the Roof fan, Andrew? I didn't. Not at all, but I would be curious if you did that. In Motherland is now going to attempt the same thing to Baba. So Motherland leans in and veers over and positions himself behind the Winamajo, pops a wheelie to do a stunt roll, oof, and gets a four. So Motherland pops back and just leans too far into it. And you see them tumble backwards into the path of wood and the doom buggy. 
So you see these giant curving jawbones that have these wedges of metal align the front bumper of the dune buggy, just grind motherland. And at first you're like, oh, great. He, he was able to catch the front of the vehicle. He's going to be OK. But no, no, that's a bad thing is he's just smeared into pace as it clum clumps over his bike and motherland and his bike don't survive the round. Now Jaime and Hansel is just like Dijon Mustard. Which brings us to Dog. Dog is going to drop back to the position Motherland was in previously. Stuntman is going to pull up alongside Eldrin and attempt to jump up onto the Winamajo. Stuntman is able to make the jump from the back of his bike. It didn't roll high enough to climb up the Winamajo, but is now clinging to the side of the Winamajo. Did he roll? He rolled uh, yeah, 10. I got a 10. Oh. So he was able to jump and cling onto the side, but isn't advancing. So right now he's clinging onto the side of the Winamajo. Kid Chaos is going to pull up alongside Choo Choo and Todd and stab out at Todd with a spear. No, he, no, he will not. I mean, he's doing it. <laughs> Whether or not he hits you is a different story. It's going to hit. Damn it. He didn't hit. He's not hit. That's not hitting. That's not hitting. 12 not going to hit, right, Todd? No, I got 15 armor class. Oh, I, I, I see it coming almost slow motion. It, he whiffs so bad. I just kind of nonchalantly lean back like Fat Joe and swat the spear out of the way. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> lean back. So I just give him that little uh, lean back and then uh, swat the, the spear out the way. All right, so cool. Then we are back up to the top of the order. So first things first, Eldrin, tell me left or right. Oh, boy. What did we do last time? I thought I was driving. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. That's right. Fate is driving. It is fate. Oh. Fate, tell me left or right. We're going right. Oh, I should have rolled a D4. You veer over to the right fate without realizing that was the entrance ramp for the way station, Mm. which just has a ton of speed bumps and road humps, which immediately makes the Winamajo start going, which causes it to lose a little speed, which allows the two big boys in the back to gain 20 feet on you when their movement comes up. So they're going to get a little bit closer. That's not good. I am also going to need everybody to give me a dexterity saving throw. Real low DC, but fate has navigated you through a bunch of road humps. And as you're shaking, everybody, including Stuntman, who's grasped onto the side, needs to give me a dexterity saving throw. Nice roll, Eldrin. I just feel this going poorly for me. Eldrin clearly has his RV legs. Wait, why do I have advantage? Either way, you make it, Fate. So, wouldn't the uh, the guy on the hanging from the side have to do one too? Okay. <laughs> oh yes, you think he would? He should too. I said Stuntman was going to make his roll. He's going last. Yeah, he said he said him too. It got to be a little higher for him though, right? No, he's got he's got lizard man hands, man. <laughs> okay. Lizard. They got the Kung Fu Gecko grip. <laughs> I was really worried this was going to take a really dirty turn. I'm glad it didn't. Well, what the fuck? I have no idea what that would have been. Yet. Where, you got to fill me in on that one. <laughs> yeah. <I'd>, uh, elaborate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, honestly. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I just I just feel like that's where it was headed. I'm on the inside. I have to roll too. Well, yeah, because you guys are standing at the tailgate at the back. Okay. Oh, so then I would roll as well. Yeah, you, Mo- Baba and Moyle too. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Because you guys are standing up. Okay. What were we rolling again? Oh, dex. Just a, just a dex saving throw, trying to get a 10 or higher. 
Moyle rolls a solid six. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh. I was really trying to avoid that roll, boys. <laughs> it wasn't on the roof. Baba, give me yours. Baba really screwed me there. Do I need a roll? I'm in the I'm in the van. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to include you. I was trying not to roll. Shit. <laughs> well then, don't ask. He said my name. <laughs> oh no. Ooh. Oh, he didn't make it either. He's not TLC. I didn't make it either. He's not TLC. Oh, good. He got an eight. He got a four. So right as you guys get ready to clear the way station, fate kind of panics a little bit. And instead of slowing down, accelerates, which causes this last big hump, which just makes the tail end of the Winamajo pop up in the air, which sends Moyle and Baba flying up. And then you guys drop down and are now oh, prone, boy. hanging on to the tailgate again, which just means you're going to have to, on your turn, <laughs> get up using a very low DC athletics check. But if anybody takes a shot at you or something while you're there, you get the benefit of being prone, but there are some bad things that happen otherwise. All right. So I'm looking at Baba and I'm really pissed. <laughs> what I do? Because I'm just assuming that it's because of him. He's, it's because it's his fault. It was his fault. It was his fault. Thanks a lot. <laughs> He's not even driving. <laughs> he said he said I needed to roll, so I asked. <laughs> <laughs> he said I needed to roll, so I rolled. But then but you reminded him that I'm still back. I'm back there with you. <laughs> You wrote me into this. <laughs> I was trying not to roll because I was on top. <laughs> I wasn't on top. This is a not okay corral, okay? <laughs> uh. Turns out that letting the wizard drive may have not been the smartest decision. Announcements this episode. Harlan continues to pop up as a guest on the pop-up film cast, and over at Three Angry Gamers, Jamie is serving up all the video game news you could ever need. Be sure to check them out over there. We're streaming over on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Central. This week is the premiere episode of our Guest Quest show, and we'll be interviewing Christian Stokes, actor, stuntman, and our very own Fromwick Fent. Be sure to follow us on social media at GMDLCast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get notifications of when we're going live, or you can follow us directly on Twitch. Links for all of that will be in the show notes below. And hey, while you're at it, head over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment to rate, review, and subscribe. Look, I, I know every podcast asks for this, but it really does help out our show's visibility and growth. 40% of podcast consumers find a new cast through their player's feed, and your feedback, those reviews, those follows, drives the algorithm which drives those feeds. And hey, look, a third of you are Apple Podcast listeners. Use your words. Exercise that review privilege. Tell us who your favorite party member is. Tell us who your least favorite party member is. Please tell us who your least favorite party member is. Protest or validate Todd's lack of MVPs. We want to hear from you. We crave the validation. We crave the attention. Okay, that'll do it. Back to the show. The extra bad news is Fate's slight little detour has allowed the 
vehicles that were far enough back to get into harpoon range. Oh, no. What? what? So they are going to fire off the big guy. Wait, right now? Yeah, it's the big guy's turn, right? Oh. The big guy has closed the distance now enough to fire off his two harpoons because he's got two harpoons, one on each side. And actually, those are going at, they're not shooting at Baba and Moyle. They are shooting at the roof of the Winamajo. Fuck. Oh, oh. And that's going to be a 15 mm. and a 2. So one of those is able to connect. You see this big line fire over and latch into the top. And now there's a zip line connecting the two of you, which immediately on their turn allows Michael, Craig. The whole squad, apparently. The whole squad is zip lining over to the Winamajo. <laughs> Y'all let fate drive, man. That was not a good decision. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think we knew that when we had a, a book nerd versus a, a gang of lizards. <laughs> the big guy, Smoke and Slick Will, jump on the zip line and go zipping over. Oh. Fuck you, Smoke. Yeah, you don't want none of that smoke. None of it. Blowing smoke. <laughs> and they are going to zip line over to the top. That's going to be their move and their action. Wait, so they're on top? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they are on top. Smoke is the big, beefy, you know, most of the lizard folk are right around, you know, six feet. Smoke is eight feet tall, has a big trident that has a cord coming out the side of it around to a big backpack on his back. And Slick Will is wearing almost like a bone chest piece with robes and has a number of different charms and hex bags tied to him that clearly even to the layperson's eye, would hint that Slickwell might be a spellcaster of some kind. Did I did I see them go up there? Oh yeah, you saw them go zipping above you and land up top. Okay. All right, then that's going to bring us to Eldrin's turn. So Eldrin, you are up. Wait, did did the stuntman guy get his uh, saving throw? Did Oh, no, I'm sorry, stuntman. You're absolutely right. Good call. <laughs> if stuntman pulls a nat 20, he's going to flip up to the top. Oh, 17. So no, he, he manages to grip onto the side, no problem. Mm. All right. Fuck. <laughs> you got people in your face on your left. Okay. Let's see. What do I got here? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. Run. I mean, there's nowhere to run. Downstairs. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I don't want to take a lot of damage from this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to debate if I should try to kill the caster as fast as humanly possible or if I should go after the big dude. I think I'm going to go after the caster. So I'm going to use my bonus action. Since I didn't kill Tina, I have to actually cast a new Hunter's Mark on Slick Will. And then I'm going to attack Slick Will. I'm really flustered because I, I missed my previous shot and just going to take a deep breath and attack with the longbow. Oh my god! <laughs> Let the world know what you rolled, sir. That's that is a fucking crit fail, so that's great. <laughs> Let the world know. Oh. And the second one's a crit. Whoa. <laughs> With a crit one, you better mix a fucking owl into that description, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> So the first shot, it whizzes ever so close to my target, but then veers like a hard, like like some wind gust took it and it like turned around and almost hit Todd. And then 
<laughs> lands into a colony of killer bees, and they are they are now all pissed off. <laughs> okay, very nice. So the second shot, he was really pissed off after the first one missed, and he took he took a nice centering breath and aimed right at Slick Will, right in his midsection, goes for center mass, and and just pelts him right between the shoulders. Let me roll my damage. Does the Hunter's Mark hit twice in this case? You crit it. Uh, it, since you don't have to roll, I'm going to say no in this particular case. Well, you know what? Fuck that. We give Todd bo- d- d- like crit damage on his sneak attacks. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give yourself crit damage on your Hunter's Mark from now on. Because otherwise, it's just a shithead move that Todd gets it and you don't. <laughs> I don't think it's on point. All right. So that's a lot of damage. 13 plus another 10. 23. Oh, so. So close. You, he has three hit points less. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and I'll tell you what I will do. With with you knocking off 90% of his health in one blow on the back of a moving vehicle, I'm going to give him a real quick strength saving throw, not to fall off and fall off the back. Oh, and that's a fail. Then he probably fails. <laughs> So the arrow just strikes him right in the chest. It kind of like gets stuck halfway through. It doesn't quite go all the way through him, but the force just pulls him back and he just flies off the back of the bus and ragdolls on the ground. All right, then I'm going to give Primo a real quick stunt roll to avoid him, which Primo is able to dodge out of the way. And then you see his body flop like a ragdoll along the ground behind you before it's finally chewed up and the giant lizard jaws of the big beastie driving behind you. All right, so good around because yes that guy was a shaman there was going to be some spell casting hijinks uh, that would have been bad can i now move down into the bus <laughs> no why would you leave me to leave me by himself <laughs> No, we established that fate was standing on top of the hatch to drive. So you would have to push fate out of the way and then drop down the hatch. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm not going to. No, I'll just stay up here and hope that he goes out of okay. the mage. That's all. Or you watch him leave. <laughs> okay. Does fate have to stand on the hatch to drive? No. No, that's just where we established that the wheel was in front of Eldrin, where Eldrin is currently positioned on the left-hand side of it. And fate just kind of moved up next to Eldrin on top of the hatch to, to steer. Oh, so okay, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, no, we that's that's just the way that it played out. <laughs> that gives us Todd. How close is that other guy to me? Because I'm Choo Choo's on the, the with me, but I need to know for my sneak attack if that other guy can see me. The guy who just was close enough on the motorcycle stab to you. stab at you with a short spear, yes. I th- I see, I didn't know it was a short spear, didn't know what the short spear was. Okay, so yes, yeah, he's right up next to you. Damn it. All right, so I can't sneak attack because he's too close. So I'm just going to... Todd, suplex choo-choo off the motorcycle. <laughs> do it, do it. Can I stab him off the motorcycle? Is it a strim check on the suplex? If you do the suplex, it's a grapple check. If you win, choo-choo's dead. If choo-choo wins, choo-choo retains control of the vehicle and will have advantage on their next attack on you. If you just stab him, you're not guaranteed to kill him. But he's, half, he's, he's taken damage already, hasn't he? Choo-choo, yeah, choo-choo's actually taken a little bit of damage. You've shot choo-choo twice. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go with the stab. Jazz or Anthony, tell me if Choo Choo is a he or a she. I am not familiar enough with Biker Boy <laughs> canon to know if Todd's beating up a lizard man or a lizard lady. Todd doesn't care. He's an equal opportunity beater. 
<laughs> a lizard man or a lizard ma'am? Lizard man. Uh, if I remember correctly, Choo Choo was indeed a male. <laughs> Choo Choo was a guy. Yeah. I'm going with my stabbing with my dagger with 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 Echo cheering me off. I know the Echo wants the the the, the, the suplex, but we let, let's 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 get some dirty work in here. Let's let's get the stabbing. No, did you roll with your goddamn short sword, Todd? Are you really stabbing with your dagger? No. Oh, sorry. I didn't know which one I was doing. Choo Choo is Terrence Howard. Oh, was that him? <laughs> that was just, mm-hmm. All right. So then I'm guessing the 22 hits? The 22 hits. All right. So go ahead and roll your offhand attack. 21 will hit. Or give me your offhand damage. One. <laughs> Choo Choo only had eight hit points left, baby, and you just did eight hit points worth of damage. So. <laughs> Listen, 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 Todd knew, normally would be flashy, but he has to get this guy off real quick. He just gives him a nonchalant backhand with the with the sword, Bip! smacks him, kills him, and he fall, falls off. Also, let the record show I now have Harlan saying Todd has to get this guy off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he's a generous man. <laughs> okay. You also, you also have he's equal opportunity beater. <laughs> <laughs> Equal opportunity beater that has to get this guy off real quick. <laughs> Truly an epic round for Todd the Tiefling. All wow. right. Choo Choo is gone. Todd, real quick, because we established that for shits and giggles, this is the role that we're going to use for this. Give me an animal handling check to take control of the motorcycle and don't roll low. <laughs> yeah, thanks. He told you not to roll low, so don't do it. That's not low. That's a 10. That's not great. It's not low. It's not high. It's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> That's enough to keep you on the machine. So you are you are good to go. It does mean that kid uh, kid's going to have advantage on his attack against you next round. Wait, can I not move with my... How does, how does that work with now that I'm on this? So the bike itself has a movement speed of, of 130. So you're a little bit faster than the Winamajo. The Winamajo is 100. So yes, you can move faster than the Winamajo or drop back to the other vehicles as necessary. So yeah, you can move just like you normally would at this point. I want to move to the other side where Stuntman's at. Like go around the Winamajo. So you're going to you're gonna pull out in front of the Winamajo, veer over to the left and then drop back to be alongside Stuntman? Um, yes, I'm in a motorcycle. I should be able to faster than Winamajo. Yeah, you are, but I do want a second animal handling roll for that, for that maneuver. Oh shit, okay. Because you are accelerating, you just barely got control of this thing. You are now accelerating past an opponent, leaning into a turn. Six? Mm. Oh, boy. Six is not strong enough. I just... I, I, that, didn't, that didn't seem promising. No, that, that does not. Todd, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. 24. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> so what happens is you go and you start to drive up around to the front of the Winamajo, but you're not great at driving this fucking thing yet. So you clip the front bumper of the Winamajo with the back tire of the motorcycle as you're trying to pass it and you wobble up and down back and forth you have to stop your movement to regain control and you are now directly in front of the Winamajo and that's where you'll end your turn okay Moyle you are up alright so I am hanging off the back real low DC athletic check to pop up it's a solid 17 nice you are back on your feet okay so now what I would like to do is 
Can I see smoke or is he, he right above me? He's directly above you guys. You don't have line of sight. He moved a little bit further past the uh, the tailgate and hatch opening. Because remember, there's a hatch opening up above you guys too. Like the, the Winnemajo back door doesn't flip all the way. Like it splits in the middle and the bottom half folds down to be the, the tailgate ramp. And the top half flips up like an SUV hatch. Okay. So there's a little bit of a, a, a block between you and the, the roof. So that's going to make it tough to do any sort of lot of spells because that requires a line of sight. Yeah. So, but I can see Primo. You're locking eyes with Primo. No problem. Primo's only about 10 feet back behind the one of Majo. Lining up for another attempt at, at driving into the back. Oh, man, this is tough. Isn't there a cord still lined in the... Oh, yes. There's going to do... Uh a guiding bolt at Primo. It's a roll to hit, right? That's a solid 18. That'll hit. Yes. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to take out my uh, one-handed hammer and my two-handed hammer, and I'm going to strike them together. With your three hands? It's the same hammer. <laughs> uh, someone doesn't know a thing or do about hammers here. But I still respect you. And I'm going to create a uh, electrical charge from that, which will shoot out and strike Primo um, at his highest point. Okay, give me a damage roll so you can tell me how meaty this is. This is at a level two, by the way. Oh, okay. It's not meaty. It's got no meat behind it. Oh, Lord. It's a lot of ones. <laughs> how? It, it was meaty when it started out, but it does not. <laughs> it turns into more like a static electricity <laughs> when it reaches there. You know, it kind of raises his scales because he doesn't have hair, I presume. All right. So with seven points of damage, Primo doesn't like that. And I'm going to go ahead and go give Primo a real quick stunt roll to make sure he stays in control. Yep. Primo is still in control, but he is he's hurting. Not not super bad, but not great. Fate. Yeah. Fate, you're up. All right, so... Do something. <laughs> hmm. I'm staring at this very, very large humanoid lizard man over my shoulder here, and I'm terrified. That's par for the course for fate. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But I've got, I've got my buddy Eldrin here to back me up. I'm going to try and help out Eldrin, and I'm going to cast Hold Person. Yeah! No, no thunder wave to send this guy flying off the back of the... No. Absolutely not. No, I don't have it prepared okay. right now. Um, but yeah, oh. third, uh, second level sp- spell casting of hold person. Ooh, 19. He has <sighs> a 19 on his save. So you inscribe some arcane runes in the air, fade to solidify the air around smoke. As an evocation wizard, again, you're kind of affecting things on a molecular level and you just see him just completely burst through that air bending bond that you're trying to create and and you see him chuckle a little bit thumb another button on the back of his trident and the electrical energy sparking from it sparks even a little bit more severely and he just makes hard hard eye contact with you as, as it sparks and scr- crackles oh no oh. <laughs> no one needs a heart no we don't need that to save it bobby you're up save us <laughs> He's going to have to save his head somehow. <laughs> Baba, with your climb speed, you are able to climb to the top of the Winter Major where you're at. Very squishy. <laughs> that's how, remember, that's how Moyle fell in the first place was trying to climb up the back, but you, uh, with your climb speed, would be able to get up there, no problem with your movement. Oh, let's do that. All right, so I'll climb up there then. And go in between them, right? <laughs> You see Baba sink his claws into the, the back 
portion of the the, the back wall of the the cargo area that went to major swing out over the the single back tire and kind of do that action movie star move where they're hanging on the back of a uh, semi door and flop around to the side use his claws to latch onto the side and climb up to the top and you are now standing right behind smoke so i will let you make your first attack roll at advantage since you are attacking from behind in that case i will rage and yikula bam that's a 26 and we're going to see if we're going to crit and we do not 26 will hit 10 damage and so you said just the first attack just the first attack yeah okay because you're catching him completely unawares with that first attack but he will uh, he'll be a little bit more cognizant on the second one okay and i will second attack with a 19 19 will hit for eight damage so 18 total yeah you give him a good uh, a good whomping but he is still feeling pretty fine i'll move around to the front of him okay like just around him okay boom all right now we are up to the medium vehicles our two dune buggies and our bus so our two dune buggies one of them is going to fire a harpoon at mr mossberg oh no <laughs> those harpoons hurt <laughs> oof moil does an 11 hit suck it ahab <laughs> <laughs> I actually threw up two middle fingers because I'm a child. <laughs> All right. Another harpoon comes at you after that maneuver. <laughs> Oof. Oh, double suck it. I'm middle fingering my toes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let me see what this other guy is packing. We have um we have audio of uh Turner saying, let's see what this other guy's packing. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> now Harlan is can't be more vigilant. He edits it though, so what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> okay. I know. Unfortunately, it'll never be heard. <laughs> I know. The two uh, Doom Buggy guys fire off their harpoons out of their wicker turrets at Moyle and uh, No Bueno. And then the bigger guy, he's got two on there. So now these other two are going at the roof of the vehicle again. And now there is a line running from the bus size thing to the back of the Winnemajo. It fires out a harpoon, is able to latch onto the back of it, and you see another guy who looked exactly like Slick Wheel come zipping down the zip line. Soul Train? <laughs> mm-hmm. Soul Train comes zipping down the zip line and is now standing behind Smoke, but that will be his turn. God damn it. That brings us to the motorcycles. Primo is trying to do another stunt roll here and get up into the back of the Winnemajo to hit Moyle. Oof, a 13 Moyle. What's your AC? Uh, 15. He actually manages to get right up to the back of the Winnemajo, but you are able to fend him off and prevent him from actually coming up in and hitting you with the motorcycle. Dog is going to drop back and is actually then going to go ahead and pull up into the Winnemajo and with his motorcycle and stab out at you, Moyle, with his spear. Does a 10 hit. No. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Moyle is the goddamn Teflon fucking Don this session. All you have to do is hit a 15. (laughs) I love how you, like, one rolled prior. What are you? Yeah, not that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, look, I got got no fucking short-term memory, man. What do you want me to do? (laughs) I have no memory, long, short, or middle. (laughs) Sounds like my cropanese. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, we're on the same wavelength, me and my cropanese. That's a big D energy, me and my cropanese. 
stuntman climbs up to the top of the uh, Winnemago and is going to try and tackle Fate, who is driving. Oh, shit. Fate, what is your armor class? It's a 15, unless I shield. Gets a 16. So I just got this lizard folk diving at me headlong, full off tackle mode in the air. Yes, sir. He climbs up the side of uh, of the Winamajo and then launches himself at you, specifically trying to knock the person who's controlling the vehicle away and grapple him. Yeah, that sounds like it calls for a shielding. So I wave my hand in my air, almost kind of like that Obi-Wan, this is not the droid you're looking for. And a magical invisible shield just appears before me and deflects his, you know, his kinetic energy away from me. Okay. The invisible shield appeared? The invisible shield appeared yes <laughs> you see kid try and jump up on the other side and start climbing up unfortunately kid has the same upper body routine that fate does and you see him slip off go ragdolling down the road get run over and turned into lizard paste thus ending kids short career i just want to take this moment to point out that the actual text for shield does say an invisible barrier of magical force appears and protects you (laughs) (laughs) it was invisible now it's not there you go (laughs) this brings us back around to the top of the order first things first who's driving fate yep all right, give me a, a direction, Fate. You going? You can see the road beginning to fork again. You can take the option of an on-ramp to the left or staying on the main highway to the right. So last time we went right, and that didn't go very well. So from this point forward, I'm just going to be channeling DJ drama, and we're going left. This is what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. should have definitely went right that time. <laughs> You veer to the left into a loading station <laughs> where, you know, those old cartoons, those, those pipes that would swing out and dump coal into the back of the, the train cars on all the, the cartoons. There's a couple of those that come swinging out. There's a wire running across to drop mailbags. I need everybody on the back of the Winamajo to give me a dexterity saving throw. The good news is this one doesn't slow you down, but it does have the opportunity to knock you prone. 19. Wait, on the back or in the... On the roof. Yeah, on the roof. This is just the roof, so Moyle, you're safe from this one. I forgive you, Baba. (laughs) Well, those are good rolls for us. Oof. Okay, so... Can I do that with advantage? Yeah, your danger sense would absolutely kick in on that one. Uh, So Fate would get advantage because he's the one steering us into these hazards. He knows it's coming. Fate does not get advantage. No, sir. No, sir, he does not. He he knows it's coming. No, sir, he does not. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you knew it was coming. Good try, though. <laughs> Fate, you are prone and knocked back 10 feet. Stuntman is prone and knocked back 10 feet as well. So now nobody's driving. The Winamajo is currently unpiloted. Oh. Fate has a lizard man in between him and the wheel in his face, which is also in melee range of you, Eldrin. Smoke is, in fact, knocked prone as well and back 10 feet which knocks him into Soul Train, who was the only one who makes his saving throw. <laughs> but but <laughs> now has to make a strength saving throw with a 13. I'm going to give it to him. He is actually able to stay on his feet. Kind of falls back a little bit. And lucky he's a smaller shaman guy. So he catches himself on the flip top hatch of the other Winamajo and is able to keep himself up. Smoke is prone, but it's his turn. He pops back up and advances on you, Baba, and is going to attack. Would the, uh, and I don't know that necessarily rolls on this, but would the forced movement 
uh, allow for attack of opportunity or no? I can't remember. That kind of happened at the same time for where everybody's dodging. You know what I mean? Yes. If it was like a normal combat where you're standing next to him and somebody cast a spell that made him move five feet away from you, like infestation or something like that, I'd give you the attack of opportunity. In this case, everybody is hitting the deck or jumping this low flying cable and one of those uh, those load spouts coming out. It's kind of an instantaneous action thing. I'm going to say there wasn't enough opportunity there. Okay. He is going to attack with his trident for 21, Baba. That will hit. And then he's going to then reach out and try and bite you after he stabs you for a 15, which does not hit. So you see him wail back with his trident for 10 points of damage, half to five because you're raging. As it hits into you, you feel a pulse of electricity through you and you take five points of lightning damage as he's got this trident hooked into this big battery pack of some kind on his back. Uh, It's almost like a diesel power generator that is pulling together a charge. And that's one thing that you guys notice. You're used to the uh, magical vehicles. You've, I mean, the Winamajo is, you think, magical power. There's that big glowing box you've been told explicitly not to open. The long-haul caravans are typically magically powered. These appear to be powered through another means. They're belching out this black smoke while they run. You guys are familiar with the fact that the Mercantile Guild and the Stilt Dwarfs in the area have been working on an engine that doesn't use magic. And these guys appear to have cobbled together parts or scavenged together parts from stilt dwarf settlements to create these vehicles, which is why they're kind of a a culmination of scavenged parts and then giant lizard bones and and blades and vines and wicker and swamp. All right, so that will be his turn. That will bring us to Soul Train, which is going to... Oh, fuck, this is a real fucking asshole move. You don't have to do it, right? No, unfortunately I do. Yes, he does. (laughs) Damn, he does. Unfortunately, I do. There's because there's no other way that he wouldn't fucking do this. He's going to cast Heat Metal Baba on the Asamantium Yikola that you've got in your hand. So I need you to give me a Constitution saving throw. Cool. I don't know what that does, but it sounds bad. Yeah, it's worse if I'm wearing armor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the good news is you hang on to it. Is that good uh, news? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you see him pull out a hex bag and flick it at Baba and it hits him in the chest. And then the his his all metal yikola begins to glow kind of a searing hot red. And you, you smell the, the singe of burnt fur. As you can tell, Baba is just fucking straight up broing through just this searing pain in his hands. Uh, Bobby, you will take... Yeah, I, I read an article about heat metal being one of the best spells in the game. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. If you're wearing metal armor, you're fucked. You only take four points of fire damage this round, but he will have the ability to... Bonus action to that. Do bonus action it again. I mean, you will have to make a constitution saving throw each round to continue to hold on to your weapon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's those guys' turns. That's the big vehicle uh, launchers. That's the big vehicle occupants that are on the roof. That brings us to Eldrin. Oh, boy. And did you say I'm within melee range of this dickhead over here? So, yeah, Stuntman is, yeah, you would need to take a step back. If I move, is he going to get an attack of opportunity is the question. One, he's prone, and two, he's facing fate. I'm going to say no. If you move a step backwards to the front edge of the Winamajo, I will say no to the attack of opportunity on that. Okay, I just want to move so I can grab the wheel. So if I'm if I can move there and be able to be in range of the steering wheel, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's right next to the steering wheel. You'll be able to take control. Okay. Now, the other question is, can I get a clean shot on smoke from here? How tall are you, Baba? I think I'm 6'5", actually. Quite tall. Yeah, we established the smoke is like eight, eight, six. So I'm going to say yes. And quite frankly, with Eldrin being Eldrin, just roll to hit. If you fucking roll a one, you're going to hit Baba in the back. If you roll anything else, you're going to get to describe how you shoot between Baba's legs or through his armpit or ricochet it off of something. Okay. So yeah, that's just that's just a little fucking a legolas flavor you'll get to drop in if, if you hit. All right. But if you roll a one, you are straight up shooting Baba in the ass. Can't possibly roll another one today, right? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you shot me in the <laughs> All right, so I'm going to use my bonus action to to move my hunter's mark from the deceased lizard man who f- fell off the back uh, and move it onto smoke. And then I'm going to attack smoke with my longbow. 21. Hit. And then I'm going to roll my second one. Same guy. Oh... <laughs> I can't possibly roll a one. I can't possibly do it. Oh God, motherfucker! You shot me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Give me two damage roll. <laughs> okay, let's see. So the first one is eight points of damage for smoke. So the first shot, I kind of like. I can see smoke. You know easily over the the shoulder of Baba and I kind of just arc the arrow over his shoulder and pop smoke kind of right in the shoulder blade. And then give me the description of how you shoot Baba in the ass and a damage roll. <laughs> okay, so let's do the damage roll, see how bad it is. Does he need a description? That's that's the description. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need a description. Our audience needs the description, Baba. <laughs> okay, because at least you don't get the hunter's mark damage. I guess there's that. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! <laughs> I did what? What damage did it take? I've seen your cheeks. No. <laughs> hey, everything counts. <laughs> So I was trying to shoot through his legs and uh, it just, the arrow just kind of rose up a little bit too much and splat right in the, right in the middle of his right butt cheek. Oh yeah. Yeah. For six points of damage, Baba, since you're raging, and I think raging a little bit heavier now. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in more enraged. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, that brings us to Dodge. You're up. Let's try to use my crossbow and do sneak attack on Stuntman. Like lean back and shoot. Yeah, you're not going to have line of sight. You're you're right now. You are like right in front of a big semi size, double semi sized RV. Okay. Right in front of it. So Stuntman is kind of towards the middle. So your Stuntman's pretty well well out of your shot. Okay. Jump back up here. Jump back up. Come on. Yeah, if you had your jump ring still, okay. if you hadn't fallen from my cunning <laughs> trap earlier in this combat, you'd still have your jump ring. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, there's no, there'll be no yeah. jump ring. So, all right, so the movement thing, I, I, so can I move back down to where Dog is? Dude, you've got 130 feet of movement on that thing. You can move pretty much anywhere on the board right now. Okay, okay. I'm moving. Oh, man, this puts me in line of sight of other people that I don't like. But there's like all these people here that need to get hit in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going I'm going for dog. And then I, all right, so that's what I'm going to do. Shoot smoke. Can I, 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 if I can't shoot stun man, 
Well, Stuntman is dead center in the roof of the Winnie Major. Yeah, Smoke is up on the left-hand side, and so, and so is Soul Train. And Smoke's fucking huge. On the edge. Yeah, if you just drop back to the back on the left-hand or right-hand side of the Winnie Major, drop back to the back third, okay. then you're totally able to nail him. Yeah. Uh, my plan, what I was originally going to do, is try to go down to Dog, sneak attack him with my uh, attack, and then try to ride up into back into the Winnebago. That was my original plan. Do that on the next turn. <laughs> You can sneak attack smoke. Why can't I sneak attack smoke? I you can. That's, I can sneak attack smoke, yeah, yeah with my crossbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with my crossbow, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I'll just go that, I'll go that route right now, and I'll um try to hit my crossbow with sneak attack. 21. All right, roll damage, plus your sneak attack. Mm, there we go. All the dice. Yeah, it's a 16. I'm actually pretty ambidextrous with my crossbow, so I'm riding with my right hand as I pull the crossbow out and I look to the right and I shoot my crossbow into his shoulder blade, a bolt into his shoulder. That brings us to Moyle. Yeah, two motorcycle guys right at the tailgate of the Winnemajo, two dune buggies, the bus and the big boy, and then the whole ruckus going on out up top. I will use Spirit Guardians at level three. Ooh, nice. There we go. All right. So uh, you call for spirits to protect you. They flit around you at a distance of 15 feet for the duration. If you are good or neutral, their spectral form appears angelic or fey. If you're evil, they appear fiendish. So since you are, I'm assuming chaotic neutral. Yes, yes. Yeah. They would be considered angelic or kind of like whatever you think would be clever to say what they look like. When you cast a spell, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. And affected creatures speed is halved in the area. And when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d8 radiant damage. Yes, nice. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. So we will roll that individually as their turns pop up. Wait, wait. So that says 15 feet all around. Is that vertical too? So is Soul Train and Smoke in that 15 feet also? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he's got sm- Smoke, Soul Train, Dog, and... Ooh. Yeah, no, it's a good yep. spell, man. And Primo. It does not kick in until they go, though. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to take damage just yet. So it's uh, Ralishaz's tentacles that are surrounding me, and uh, they protect me and quickly shoot out towards my opponent to attack him. Mm. Are they poking up out of the ground, or are they like coming out of, out of you? Yeah, they're coming out of me like... Uh, Very hentai. Mm. What, was the, uh, what was the creature in the mermaid, the little mermaid? Ursula. 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 Okay. <laughs> not Chith- Chithula. Cthulhu. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who? Cthulhu. Cthulhu. No. Did you say? Wait. Cthulhu. Cthulhu Bankhead. Are you talking about Cthulhu Bankhead? So yeah, Moyle's lower torso turns into a giant writhing mass of tentacles, spectral tentacles, and and we'll resolve that here in just a second. Okay, good turn, Moyle. Do you have a bonus action cantrip or anything that you want to use? No. Moving on to Fate. You are prone. Lizard man right on top of you. What you got? Is he still prone or is he... He's still prone, yeah. He hasn't had his turn yet. He goes after Baba and the medium vehicles. Stuntman's been hurt. No, has Stuntman so. been hurt? I don't believe Stuntman has been hurt. No? no. You know what? Screw it. You know what? He looks comfy where he's at, right? And he's going to go to sleep. You look like you're feeling pretty good right there, but you stay put. Yeah, that will knock him out faux show. Cool. He is asleep. So if he's asleep, if any jolts, does it wake him up? No, it knocks him off the vehicle. Okay. More than likely. Yeah, he's going to automatically fail any kind of dexterity saving throw to stay on top of the vehicle at this point. Okay. So he will go rolling off the back 
into the jaws of one of the waiting big vehicles behind him. And so now that Stuntman's sleep, uh, Fate's going to crawl his way into the hatch and back down inside the Winnemejo. <laughs> okay. You're going to run when the big bat is on. The- the, 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 this, this action up top, he's got a he's got his tank blocking him. He's like, nope, still not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> the four of y'all got that under control. It, it t- uh, Moyle's up top too, right? No. No, he's still down. No, oh, I thought Moyle was up top. No, his spell just goes through the ceiling. Oh, my fault, my fault. Okay, Redcon, Redcon, I'll stay. Mm -hmm. I'll stay, I'll stay. (laughs) But I'm going to move to the left. I'm going to go up front where... um, You can take the steering wheel. I thought you had the steering wheel. No, he doesn't get the steering wheel. Okay. He makes bad decisions every single time. Better than no one making a decision. (laughs) I have it right now, so... Oh, I didn't know Eldrin got it. My bad. Yeah, I was about to say I was gonna go to the opposite far corner of Eldrin. Yeah, so I want I want the the uh, the front right corner of the Winamajo. Like I'm riding shotgun. But okay. that will bring us to the medium sized vehicles. They are gonna fire off a couple of harpoons at your boy. One is gonna shoot at Moyle. The other is gonna shoot at the roof of the Winamajo. Does the Winamajo have hit points by any chance? Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. It's, but like, it's super beefy. Okay. With the vehicles, including the Winamajo, there's a damage threshold. Like, So there's a certain amount of damage you have to do to actually incur the damage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the big vehicles have a damage threshold of 10 with a mishap threshold of 20. The smaller, medium and smaller vehicles, damage threshold of 5, mishap threshold of 10. What that means is if you guys manage to hit the vehicles and do more than 10 to 20 points of damage, it costs causes a potential malfunction. And there's a whole table that I roll on when that happens. These harpoons that they're shooting at the Winamajo are more to latch on and give them zip lines. The one with the two shield guys still clinging to it is going to shoot to see if they can get their zip line in place. Oof, a 14 will do it. And then the other one is going to take a shot at Moyle. Moyle with a 16. Mm -hmm. Oh, that hits. Moyle, a harpoon flies forward. You aren't able to get your hammers up in time and you take 11 points of damage. Oh, man. Where where are we hitting? It's getting you right in the thigh. Just right in the thigh. Just like, that starts to stick in, but then pops out a little bit. Almost, almost looks like where it could drag you, but that's, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna leave a mark. Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. And then Anita and Flip zip line down theirs and are now on the back with uh, the rest of the crew. Are they on the top? Uh, they're on top, backing up their leader. These guys are a little bit beefier. They have some big shields with them. They look a little bit tougher and more defensive than the ones that were there previously. Because the Guardian Spirits. Hmm. Oh. oh, a good point, sir. Thank you for bringing that up. So, yeah, the gu- they are going to have to make a wisdom saving throw. Moyle, what's your spell, DC? We established it was a 14. We'll say flip saves. Anita does not. So go ahead and roll me uh, 3d8 damage for those two, Moyle. Uh, 20. Wow. Ooh. One of them gets blasted pretty heavily by your tentacles as it s- s- slides in. The other one takes a good thwack, but is still uh, still doing okay. That brings us to the motorcycles, which means Dog and Primo need to make their saving throws. Dog fails his saving throw. Primo makes his give me a damage roll for those two, Moyle. 21. More with the rolls. Wow. <laughs> what? That's damage. <laughs> Call your shot on dog. Tell me how these tentacles take dog out. Primo is still alive. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no. Oh man. Think hentai. <laughs> Let's keep it PG voice. <laughs> Why? So they uh they all just converge at once uh for any opening they can find oh. to uh to rip him apart. That's PG. All right, you explode dog through his jaw <laughs> and his cloaca, spraying him all over. Oh, not the cloaca. <laughs> All right, so then Primo takes 11. Primo's going to do his stunt roll to see if he can hang on. Oof, he does not. Oh, boy. Coming through with the come through. While your tentacle slap doesn't quite, quite do as much to Primo, it does knock him off his bike and you see him tumble back and get run over by TJ and Philly in their dune buggy, clearing them out. No. <laughs> So good news is motorcycle gang is dead. Bad news is, well, I'm sorry. No, stunt man is still alive. He's just sleeping on the type of the Winamajo. And then you've got a pretty decent squad up top there facing off against Baba. <laughs> yeah. He's got a full crew now up there. But that brings us back to the top of the order. Who did we establish as driving? It's me. Eldrin. It's me. The Narrows. Eldrin, give me a left or right choice. What was the last one? It was left, right? The last one was right. It was right. No, it was left. No, it was left. <laughs> Up ahead, you can see the the roads split off and fork, and they both appear to go downwards, but you can see the, the left-hand side curves sharply back up. The other one kind of goes down, and as it obscured, you can't really see what's down there. Uh, we're going up. We're going left. So you veer to the left. Yeah. The roadway has actually not been completed in this section. Oh, no! Speed! <laughs> <laughs> there is a large ramp leading off the edge. And so what I'm going to need here, Eldrin, is a uh, animal handling roll from you to see if you could steer the Winamajo into a decent landing. Oh, hey, hey, this is going to come in handy for once. <laughs> <laughs> I have proficiency. <laughs> it's a 16. That's actually not bad. Not bad. It's not great. <laughs> you see it at the last second, realize what's going on, jam in the accelerator, hit full speed, manage to get this Winamajo up in the air over like it arcs like a bus that has to go faster than 55 miles an hour or explode. <laughs> <laughs> lands on the other side and everybody on top gets to make a dexterity saving throw but not at disadvantage so stuntman fails goes tumbling back towards the back <laughs> hits anita let's see if anita is able to hang on oof anita does not hang on so <laughs> stuntman just goes stuntman just goes flopping down the back totally sweeps the legs out from underneath tina tina goes flopping off the back and then both of them get rammed into bits by wood in the dune buggy. So Anita and Stuntman are no more. So now let's see, everybody else give me, now this is a DC 15. And if you fail this one, it's way worse than prone, so. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm scared now. Um, I don't know why, but that happening to him has to be terrified. Oh no. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So smoke passed. Flip does not make his. Soul train does not make his. Moyle, give me yours. Wait, he's. I thought you said on top. No, we jumped the. I'm sorry, we jumped the whole fucking thing. Everybody's got to do it. Moyle makes his. Okay. So Moyle and Baba <laughs> make their saves. Flip 
and Soul Train do not. Smoke does. Did Todd go over the cliff too? Yeah. What? Can- yeah, but Todd's motorcycle, they legitimately have an ability called stunt. No. You guys just see fucking Todd doing BMX tricks like next to you. (laughs) 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 Fucking doing Superman Superman. and fucking (laughs) Christ poses and shit as he fucking goes screaming through the air. Looking at y'all, winking his hat doesn't even fly (laughs) off for some fucking reason. (laughs) You hear fucking Echo going, yeah! (laughs) Fucking Todd! Ultra combo! (laughs) Tricky! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so here's what's happening. Eldrin and Fate are rolling towards the back of the Winamajo. Baba, if you want to sacrifice your turn, Ooh. you can give me a ability check to grab Eldrin. Moyle, if you want to sacrifice your turn, you can give me an ability check to save Fate. Okay, I will save Fate. Give me either an athletics or acrobatics roll, whichever is better. 21. Fate goes tumbling towards the back. Flip and Soul Train, you actually sweep the legs out from Flip and he goes tumbling back over Moyle's head. Moyle's then able to latch on to Fate by his legs. Fate, you do take seven points of road rash damage to the face because although Moyle (laughs) is able to grab onto you and pull you in, your face does come into contact with the road for a little bit. Not the face. And Baba, are you sacrificing your turn for Eldrin or are we going to let Eldrin roll? Oh, he, he tried. Oh, no. What'd you do? What'd you roll? <laughs> His athletics was a, was a three. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay. All right. So in that particular case. Wait, 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 wait. Doesn't he get advantage? Because he's, he's raging. Oh, God. He has advantage on strength saves. Ah. Oh, yes. I will give you. I will give you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good call. Okay. All right. So, well, I wasn't. Sure, I didn't mention it because I wasn't sure if he's going to let me do it because it was athletic check and not a strength, not a strength check. Absolutely, I'm going to give you this one because this is pretty okay. fucking tremendously bad. <laughs> Don't kill me. Why isn't it showing up? Oh! So, Baba, give me your fucking hero moment description of saving Eldrin's ass with your nat twenty on your strength check. MVP, MVP. <laughs> I don't see him coming, and he surprises me, and he hits my leg and starts to go off the side. But I grab his leg and swing him back around onto the uh, vehicle uh, right behind me. And even with that, Eldrin, I'm going to say you're not even prone because Fagad Baba even hoists you back up and flips you back up on your feet <laughs> with the with the nat 20 and just total fucking Michael Jackson hanging his kid over a balcony <laughs> and flipping him back in style. <laughs> the good news is nobody died. <laughs> the bad news is nobody's driving the fucking Winamajo and it's the big guy's turns. Smoke is going to lash out at you, Baba. Make a wisdom save. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. First, he's going to make a wisdom save. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Which he passes. Go ahead and give me the 3d8 damage. Moyle, he's going to take half. Okay. How many turns does that thing last? A while. Uh, in D&D terms, fucking a, a combat. 13. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Fucking Moyle. <laughs> Mr. Mossberg, your tentacle powers are quite <laughs> impressive. <laughs> you see a tentacle fucking reach up from the back of the Winamajo and totally goose smoke for 13 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? I got a lot of uh, tentacle slime <laughs> back here, boys. All right. So. It's, it's half, right? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Then uh, halved for six. Cthulhu Garcia is putting in work, man. <laughs> He's compensating for something. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Smoke's looking a little beat, but he is not in danger yet. So he then stabs out at Baba with a 19. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's not adding his strength bonus in. Yeah, he's got a plus three on that. So then that's going to be four points of damage from the trident stabbing into your chest. And then you take another three points of electric damage. So seven total. And then he's going to snap out at you with his jaws. And he's not able to get past your defenses with his jaws. Because he got a tentacle in it. <laughs> wow. That brings us to Soul Train, who does not pass his saving throw. Give me the 3d8 damage, Moyle. Get him. <laughs> Please. Fuck him up. 13. Yeah. Fucking Christ on a stick. Let me see how much. Oh, yeah. Okay, exactly. Fuck, he's got to do his concentration saving throw now. With a four, which he does not pass, which means you cancel out the heat metal, Moyle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, if ever there was a case, even with the save, if anybody is in MVP contention, uh, yes. this case, it's going to be a tough one. <laughs> so, yeah, Moyle, you, uh, your tentacles reach up and then fucking nut shot the soul train, but he is still up and up and running. He's not feeling great, though, and it distracts him enough that he drops his spell against Baba. But he is then going to turn around and cast. He is going to cast Thorn Whip at Fate. Oh. Wait, who's doing what to the what now? <laughs> <laughs> you see him kind of look down over the back of the Winamajo fate. You see this kind of thorny, get over here, whip vines kind of curled down around his arms. He completely fucking whiffs on the roll and it, it shoots past you. Nice. So then that brings us to the actual vehicle itself. It's going to fire off a couple of harpoons. Oh my God. Fate one comes dangerously close to hitting you with a two. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but then it doesn't. So Moyle, describe how you drag Fate into the back of the Winamajo, saving him from these two harpoon strikes. Uh, well, I'm just going to use one of Cthulhu's uh, tentacles oh. and just kind of grab him. <laughs> so he's going to have a little slime on him when he uh, comes in. All right. Fate, you are, you are dragged inside out of the path of those harpoons by Moyle's crotch tentacles. <laughs> mm. See, I was fine with it until you called them crotch tentacles. There's no other way to describe them. They're not off, that's not <laughs> off the mark. I would say that's right on the mark. Like, now I'm picturing just like Moyle's overgrown sentient pubes grabbing me. <laughs> oh, sentient. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Dragonborn, I mean, his beard is kind of tentacly, right? Like, yeah, you, you would have to imagine if the beard is kind of tentacly, then all any, anybody here they would have would be <laughs> creating possibly the most horrific image in the history of DD actual play podcasting. We win, motherfuckers. Um, God damn. Oh, tentacle pubes. Um, oh, God. Todd. No, wait, that's Eldrin's turn. So Eldrin is very flustered now because he's been just off today. He realizes he probably didn't have his bowl of shoot loops this morning, so he is just feeling a little weird. He's going to run up to the front of the bus and uh, try to grab the steering wheel. Yep, no problem. But he's going to shoot the big bat before he grabs the steering wheel, right? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, not going to shoot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to uh, turn on my planar warrior on uh, smoke and uh, attack him with my longbow. You know it's a hectic battle when we get this deep into it, and this is your first time getting to fucking bust out that motherfucking planar warrior. I know. I haven't been able to do anything with it. <laughs> Mission accomplished <laughs> as a DM. Let me just tell you. <laughs> All right. So first hit 20. 
That will hit. 26 on the second one. That's a little better. All right. Give me your all-in damage. I knew I saved you for a reason. <laughs> wow. 25. 25? Says, says the guy who rolls a fistful of dice every time he hits. I know. <laughs> fistful of dice. <laughs> Great. 25. Great. Just rolls all the dice. <laughs> Whole damn roll 20 screen just flooded with damn D6s and he was playing. And those weren't good rolls. There's a one in there and Alright, so the first hit he aims right at uh, his like kidney and just blows a hole in the side. Damn and it. then the second hit Man's calling organs. <laughs> yeah. The second hit is going to go right for the thigh meat. And just like take a big chunk out of his leg. You blast a, a kidney out and a chunk of his thigh meat. You see him gasp in pain, uh, somehow cauterize it with the lightning of his trident. And he is hanging on by a thread, but he is still there. So that's going to bring us to Todd. Should be Todd. He's, he's getting... He, Finish you. Smoke is getting crossed. <laughs> yeah, he's getting crossbowed with some sneak attacking. All right, roll to hit. 19. That's what I'm talking about. This guy's got one fucking hit point left. Hey. Did, roll the damage. <laughs> 19. <laughs> That's a fistful of dice. Fuck it. Yeah. You drop him to negative 18 hit points. Call your shot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Negative 18. He's, he's got to be disintegrated on, on this. Uh, I don't know if, if, if tiefling spit is, is flammable, but I definitely licked the cross, the bolt first and, <laughs> and shoot it into him, hoping that it's flammable. So he just turns to dust. It fires out and hits the fuel tank of his electric generator fucking trident. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know if tiefling spit on itself is combustible, but mixed with diesel fuel, <laughs> it does create some kind of napalm, which then causes smoke to go up in this tower of flame, which leaves a total toasty skeleton <laughs> sitting on the back of the Winamajo, which drops to its knees, and then in, the wind comes in, and it does that slow crumble. <laughs> to dust and he he and his trident pack are gone leaving just good old soul train at the back of the the back of the winter that brings us to moyle moyle sacrifices turn to save fate that brings us to fate all right, so I'm now safe in the back of the Winter Major, staring out the back at the three big vehicles behind me. Yeah, fireball that fucker. Uh, there's four, there's four vehicles behind you. Uh, <laughs> you got two dune buggies, a bus, and a semi. Basically, you've got so the two dune buggies that are a combination of bone and vine and wood with these two exhaust pipes sticking out the side. A larger, I say it's bus size, but it's more of a wedge shaped, almost like it's a giant giant snake head on the top of it and then the semi has like um, not again not a dragon skull but as big a lizard as you can get without being a dragon okay so i see massive math being done <laughs> circumferences being, being, being baboon, <laughs> baboon. <laughs> my, my cohorts baboon. know what i'm up to at this point <laughs> we're just trying to figure out exactly where we're going to detonate. Uh -huh. <laughs> so the question is, do I blow up the big vehicle or the three small ones? We're going to go and say the the three small ones. We're going to try and get rid of those. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's more people. Less turns to have to deal with. Seven people as opposed to five. Right. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, though, that, that y'all are all maybe possibly not thinking about is that I can get the big one and one of the smaller ones. 
Oh, you didn't say that though. That's so late. Yeah, get that one because Tina is Tina is weak. So we're dropping a fireball right in the middle of big guy in the back and uh, the dune buggy directly in front of him, and that's a thirty foot radius. Cool, cool, cool. I'm just going to channel all of my frustration and anger at this point to a tight, compact red ball of energy that leaves my hands, floats out into the street past Tina and Wood, gets right to the point of passing up the. Second, third uh, dune buggy. That's the, that's the bus. And then, oh, is that the bus? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah so, second, se- past the second dune buggy, gets right on the side of the bus, and then it explodes, blows up the bus, the second dune buggy, and the really, really big vehicle in the back that's smoking. Everybody was ziplining off of. All right, give me your, uh, give me your damage. Do it. Yep, got to get there. <laughs> Twenty nine. This full of dice. I will tell you right now, the Doom Buggy did not pass its saving throw. The bus did pass its saving throw. The semi did not. So, That's a lot. all three vehicles to have to make a mishap roll. So, Fate, since you did it, I'll let you make the roll. Give me a d20 roll for the for the first Doom Buggy. From now on, that's how you fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is an eight. Weapon destroyed. The You uh, shoot the fireball, it roils over, and maybe they shouldn't have made their gunner turrets out of wicker, but it obliterates the wicker turret uh, and the lizard person sitting inside of it as the fire rolls over it. Go ahead and give me your second roll. A two. Uh, two. Steering mechanism locked. Vehicle cannot make turns and automatically it fails dexterity checks, which means this guy at the top of the turn will smash into the embankment that is the snakehead bus taking him potentially out of the combat unless they are able to repair it before then. And give me the last one. A 12. Damaged wheel. Vehicle speed is reduced by 15 feet. The vehicle has disadvantage on dexterity checks and saying So what that means is this big guy that was already the exact same speed of you will slowly drop away and you guys will slowly outrun that guy as he is no longer able to keep up. So he will drop out of range. And unless you guys want to slow down and particularly take out that vehicle, we're going to consider the semi out of combat, which gives us just the two dune buggies, one without an operable turret, one still with an operable turret, and the medium-sized vehicle, which is going to have to spend its turn repairing itself or crash. Which then brings us to Baba, who sacrificed his turn to save fate, hey. uh, which brings us to the medium-sized vehicles, one of which is going to fire a harpoon at fate, now desperately terrified of him. Fate, 17. Uh, he's trying to thorn with me again? No, no, this is a harpoon coming oh. at you. Oh, then yeah, no, shield. What am I, what are we doing? So what do you, what do they need? To- That's going to pump my AC to a 20. Okay, let me check their bonus then on this real quick. Because it's not just a flat roll. Harpoon flinger. Oh my God, plus seven to hit. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Why wouldn't you tell me that beforehand? I'm telling you that now. Do you want to save your shield? Yeah, I'm going to save your shield. You told me 17. Eight points of damage, Fate. How's Fate doing on hit points? Uh, he's actually not taking a lot of damage thus far. He's taking some damage. What does it put me at? That's going to put me at like uh, 17? 17. Okay. Let me double check the speed on the dune buggies. They are, oof, they are actually a little bit faster than you. So this guy, having seen his friends blown to bits and his 
turret gone is going to full-on go fucking ramming speed and try and cram into you two guys. Let's see where he ends up with on his stunt roll. Wait, does he get inside the puff of smoke too? Yeah. Yeah, he would actually need to make a save because this is going to move him <laughs> in. So go ahead. Two, he fails to save it. I'll give you the 3d8, Moyle. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> that puff of smoke is just vicious. Why are you calling it a puff of smoke? I don't know what it is. That's, that's how I imagine it. It's the it's the tentacle mass. His massive tentacles. Spirit it's, tentacles. It's spirit tentacles. The tentacles are starting to heat up. Give me another D20, Moyle, because while the tentacles are able to go in and hit the driver, they also hit the vehicle. Yeah! With a three, that's going to cause the fuel lines to rupture, and it reduces its <laughs> speed. And without anybody to repair it he is going to drop back out as well <laughs> so then that brings us to the motorcycles turn motorcycles are all dead that brings us back to the top of the order eldrin you're driving give me a direction looking ahead you can see very similar uh, where the road on the right banks down and then curves back up <sighs> and the road on the left keeps going straight through we're going left this time we're going left as you round the corner, you can see where the lizard people have erected a number of hastily improvised roadblocks. It's not enough to stop the Winamajo, but the resulting impact will cause you to give me a animal handling roll with a 15 DC. If you fail it, you are going to have to make a mishap check for the Winamajo. Okay. All right. 25. Oh, 25. All right. You are able to smash through, which it rumbles and doesn't cause any major damage running over two lizard people who thought they had done something clever in the process, uh, which then brings us to back to the top of the order with the big vehicle, which is out of combat now. So, yeah, Eldrin, we got what? We got the the one dune buggy that's got the, the two. We still got a guy on top of the I'm getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. You're thank you for pointing that out. Ty. Right. He would actually have gone at the top of the order. So, yes, that is going to be our lizard man shamans. Did he make a saving throw? Oh, fucking God damn it. <laughs> yeah, he's got this. He may, he may be dead. Nah, he makes his save, but he still takes half damage. Give me the 3d8 roll. And he was already hurt from last time. So get him. Get him. <laughs> 13. Yeah, he's still okay, but you give him another solid nut punch. It's not pretty, <laughs> but he's like, what the fuck? I don't even have nuts. Why does this hurt so much? <laughs> I don't understand why this hurts so much. I don't have nuts. It sounds like Cobra Commander. <laughs> They're lizard folk. He's kind of like a lizard. I, that's true. He, he did turn into a snake in that movie. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So then that is going to bring us to his turn. What, what is his hell's heart? I stab at the... That doesn't sound good. Oh, that sounds great. Okay, he is going to cast Entangle on the Winamajo. Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square radius. So you see Soul Train. You can tell in his reptilian brain that his he doesn't have any expectation to survive this. So you see him throw his arms out and giant vines erupt out of the swamp below the raised highway and come streaming up to tr attempt to wrap around the Majo, bouncing across the highway to create a roadblock. Eldrin, give me a, this would normally be a strength saving throw, but since you're driving the one of Majo, we're going to go back to animal handling check and we're going to say it's at the same DC as his spell save. 12. Ooh. That's not good. Oof, that is not good. Man, you guys were doing so good. You were so <laughs> close. You were so close. Spell save DC. Does anybody want to take a guess what it is? 13. 
It's 12. 12. Oh. oh. You motherfuckers. If you roll one lower, the Winamajo flips. Oh, no. But no, you are able to burst through and drive through, and uh, that will be his turn. We, you were going to barrel roll the fucking thing, Jeez. which would have been really bad for you guys on top. Todd would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The fact that Todd has just been darting around on this motorcycle. Just, just watching this thing go wow. Occasionally <laughs> shooting his bow. <laughs> so the, the arc of this combat is Todd driving, sticking his arm out the driver's side window, plinking a couple of shots, then jumping out, jumping on a motorcycle, and then doing donuts while the rest <laughs> of you go through this crazy fucking massive combat. And Todd is like fucking playing tricky over here <laughs> what's funny is he argued so much to drive last uh-huh. time which, and then <laughs> the first opportunity he gets he jumps out the fucking window <laughs> let's be clear there were two things that if ha- they hadn't happened during this combat i would have been incredibly disappointed one of them was fate casting fireball <laughs> Which I thought would have been his game opener. I thought that was going to be the first thing. (laughs) Because, man, that would have made a whole fucking difference in this combat. And two, Todd jumping onto one of the motorcycles. (laughs) Both of those things happened. I am satisfied. There were a couple of near fucking real, no joke, folks. I know this is a narrative podcast. I know these are characters. I know this is a story. But there were three real motherfucking close calls this combat where just a couple of bad bad follow-up rolls, and we are exploring what our special death rules are <laughs> for this. And we established Moyle does not have Revivify fucking uh, stocked. So good news is, Eldrin, you are able to, like a, a young Keanu Reeves, thread your way through driving the Winamajo through this uh, Sleeping Beauty explosion of thorny death vines that do not manage to take you out. Oh, don't give him credit. He would be Sandra Bullock. Keanu Reeves wasn't driving that bus. It was... <laughs> That's true. Like a young Sandra Bullock before she started her own production company. Eldrin, I was going to go Majestic as shit, but it's hard to follow up the Sandra Bullock with Majestic as shit. I mean, I have a yeah, t- phenomenal no. amount of respect for her, but moving on to Todd. Speaking of Todd... Wait, did I not get a turn? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you're go. <laughs> okay. So I move my hunter's mark over to the soul train, and uh, I'm going to shoot the shit out of that fucker. <laughs> 28? Go ahead and call your shot. Eldridge is frustrated. He looks at soul train, makes eye contact with him, shakes his head, and then just lands one right between his eyes. Soul train flips back, and then is run- you guys have managed to knock so many people into the path of their own vehicles. Gets run over and chomped up by by wood and tina still going strong in their vehicle uh, still going strong aren't they the last one the snakehead one managed to repair their vehicle but that's that's what their entire turn was last round was repairing their vehicle oh, okay so that brings us to todd does he get another attack though i do technically but i don't think well let me see is there anyone in range you probably could get a shot off at them but again i'm going to say it's a weird angle with where you're at at the very front of the winamajo yeah versus where they're at at the at the back if you want to leave the controls and walk back at least halfway to get a better line of sight then i'll, I'll let you take your second attack Somebody needs to steer. Doesn't the steering wheel come with us, though? No. I could just pick the steering wheel up, huh? Yep, we established that the steering wheel is portable. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I'll pick the steering wheel up with me, and then I'll move in the back. Thanks, Todd. I forgot all about that. <laughs> okay. You you see Eldrin go, God damn it. Clunk, clunk. <laughs> <You> walk halfway, <laughs> halfway towards the back, and then drop it down, and it, 
there's not like anything that drops into it. It almost seems like it's magnetic in some way, possibly a magical way. And then, uh, yes, the steering wheel is now at the back. And then I'm going to use my second attack on, I guess, at Tina. Okay. I just did it twice. What the fuck was that? Mm, one of those is a nat one. But the other one's a crit! <laughs> and one of them's a crit. 20. <laughs> <laughs> He only he only had one attack left, and the first one was the crit miss. Oh, she's gonna shoot me! So uh, was aiming at t- at Tina. The arrow hits the ground, pops back up in the air, and shoots off into the trees. And a sad owl screeches for its life. Ironically, it's not the arrow that causes the owl to screech. The killer bees you disturbed earlier, which had been trailing the Winnemago, are drawn by the sound of your arrow whistling through the air. As because that's what screwed up their hive, they find the owl, and this owl is stung to death as a result of your actions. <laughs> <laughs> that poor fucking owl. Now it's your turn, buddy. I think that there needs to be someone in range when I do a range attack. Like there needs to be yeah, get a range sneak attack. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's no one technically within that five feet. Um, roll, roll back there. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you would get the sneak attack in that case. You, you would be able to attack Tina in that fashion. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, okay. That's the goal. Right, so you you clamp on the brakes, drop back, get even with the dune buggy and the wicker basket with the harpoon launcher on the, on the left-hand side. And now if you want to sneak attack on Tina, she certainly was not expecting that. Oh, 13. Their armor class is a 15 even before the partial cover from the wicker basket. Uh, you stab out and just get tangled up in the wicker. Defeated by wicker, Todd. Todd is defeated by wicker. Let's try another hit. Okay. Crit, yes. All right. Now, are you attacking Tina or are you attacking the vehicle? I was attacking Tina. So it looks like 10. Go ahead and give me double damage on that. That's a shit sneak attack roll. It really was. It's really bad. How is it so bad? Yeah. There we go. That one's a little bit better. So go ahead and call your shot on Tina. Yeah, I'm, I'm decapitating Tina. Um, <laughs> I'm straight just while driving the motorcycle. I just reach back, swipe, head is gone. It falls into the wicker basket for three. That's what, that's what I do. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Moyle, you are up. Can I keep using Spirit Guardians? Oh, yeah. Oh, well. It's still, it's still going. Oh, well, it, there, nobody's in range of it right oh, now. There's no one there to hit. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Dang it. Well, I'll go drive the bus. How about that? I mean, you killed, you, we killed them all, so that's that's good. But no one's yeah. driving the bus. Yeah. I'm driving the bus. I'll go drive the bus. I, I'm okay with this decision. <laughs> I mean, it's literally in my hand. The steering wheel's in my hand. <laughs> what, what are you doing, Moyle? If you want to go up front and start driving the bus competitively against Eldrin, then what will happen <laughs> no, is we will no. do contested handling checks each turn to see who actually gets control. Let's do it. No, no. El- oh. <laughs> right, so, Moyle, give me an animal handling check. Eldrin, give me an animal handling check. I don't like where this is going. I got a seven. Oh, never mind. You won. <laughs> I need to roll a one, so. Oh, oh dang it. Oh, nine. Oh. Barely. Jesus Christ. Oh, pretty close with the oh, nine. dang it. Boy, you. Really, out of anybody who should have like water legs or river legs and be used to steering a ship's wheel, this should have been your environment. But you've uh, you've fallen down and you're not able to wrest control away from from Eldrin at this time. So that brings us to fate. So now that my good buddy Moyle has stepped aside, fate was entirely prepared to try and 
go kaboom and you know earth shatteringly destroy um you know the last of these uh, uh vehicles behind us but then Todd put himself in the way so now um nobody can really see this but fate's in the back doing almost like a uh, a dance with his hands where he's kind of leaning side to side kind of shifting his weight in a very fluid type motion and he kind of does like the wax on wax off type situation and as he does he channels energy and points directly in a straight line kind of between himself and the uh, furthest vehicle away. So he kind of lines up the shot between him, the set, the close vehicle and the far vehicle and fires lightning bolts at 100 feet. Both of them fail their deck save. Oh, yay. Cool. Full damage. Lots of dice. You flat out explode <laughs> the dune buggy like the lightning bolt slams into the front of it and it it. it goes up. Todd, give me an animal handling check. I don't know why you put yourself back there. You just saw me blow them all up a second ago. Mm, 16, though. Alright, you are able to dart away a little bit from the shrapnel that spreads out from that dune buggy exploding. It then hits the second one, which does not explode, but does have to do a mishap roll. Oh, no, I'll let you do the mishap roll like last time, Fate. My bad. That's an 8. Hey, I remember eight from last time. Weapon destroyed. So you uh, fry out the heart, actually the one harpoon launcher on the side of this thing. Cool. That is Fate's turn, unless he's got some movement he wants to use. No, at the moment. Well, actually, I'm just take like a step back. I just don't want to be as close to the edge as I am. All right, Baba, you're up. The bus is following you, but you can you can see they're slowing, slowing up a little bit. If you guys want to try and kill them, you can, but uh, behind the screen, they will not be pursuing. And now, without any weapons, without the ability to gain on you, they will tap out and hit the brakes and fade into the background. But if you want the opportunity to fuck with them first, this is your turn. Fucking kill those bitches. (laughs) No. The way my hit points is looking, (laughs) we're going to sit our ass down. Bob is going to go in the vehicle and sit down in the library or somewhere. Where is Bob at hit point wise? Uh, 15. Whoa. Okay. He took a pretty good beating. That's why when there were five of them up there and I was by my goddamn self, I was scared. What <laughs> <laughs> fate was like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> still a bitch. Eldrum was still up there. At that point, we will go ahead and end the combat and go out of initiative order. Moil, your crotch tentacles evaporate as the spell expires. Todd, do you want to try and drive the motorcycle up into the Winter Major while it's moving Knight Rider style or? Uh, of course I do. Right, give me your animal handling roll then, buddy. Oh, shit. <laughs> what if I do it slowly? There's no way to back down. <laughs> you fell for my trap once again. Give me your animal handling roll. Ten? Ten is exactly what you need. Eldrin, hit the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you line the bike up you, you you speed up a little bit you manage to get the front wheel on pull up in manage to just execute the maneuver perfectly manage to get in the moving vehicle pull it off stop for a second and then flop down on your side embarrassing as fuck in a park position <laughs> and you hear from your hip nailed it <laughs> nailed absolutely <laughs> and that is where we will end this session as the Winamajo now free from the attack Oof. and the rotting lizard folk travels off the rest of its way headed deeper into the Hiko swamp as you point your vehicle towards the horizon moil two things happen one you start to to get a little bit of a nostalgic feel for the terrain around you. And you realize 
glancing down at the globe and the cab of the Winnemago that you've been heading deeper into the swamp, sure, and you're not used to the elevated highways. A lot of these weren't there when you left, but there's no mistaking it now. You're headed home. And at that moment, at that realization, the necklace around your neck that contains that, that strange little tadpole just tingles a little bit, like, like just clinks a little bit against your breastplate. You're not sure if the Winnemajo hit a bump and that shook it, or if the creature inside it moved more than it ever has. And that's where we'll end the session. Burn rubber. Not your soul, baby. Although, you know what? Actually, go ahead and burn your soul. Rubber smells like absolute dog shit when you burn it. And my soul, when you burn it, has a little bit of a scent of nether energy and cinnamon. So as we get into the holiday season, it's kind of appropriate. It's time to thank our Patreon supporters and show off what they're getting for the party of five. So thank you to Dreken, aka Dr. Econ, and Brian Moyle. Flaps a tentacle in your honor. Thanks to Yogan, Hogan, Jogan. The Eldrin level gets you all three and some killer bees. Our pal Schist Kicker, who understands that friendship is magic, but not as magical as, as fate's sleep. Thanks to MRJ, Baba's trusty co-pilot and member of his inner circle. And finally, Alpha Patron Lee, Shadowrunner, and King of the Road. What are these fine, and we do mean fine in the complete objectifying, pandering sense, a group of individuals get for their support access to special video content like Challenge of the Challenge ratings, a PvE survival slog where we can see who can last the longest against an onslaught of increasingly deadly creatures. Additional podcasts like The Hunter's Party, a supernatural rewatch show with a D&D homebrew twist. They're also going to get extra world lore, episode outtakes, the MVP after show, swag, and even the chance to play with some of the Party of Five. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast for more details. But hey, things have been weird, and we understand if you can't support financially right now, but you can still help the party of five. Tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth is a huge part of the growth of a new show. Nearly one in five listeners start a new podcast based off of recommendations from a friend, relative, or coworker. One in five. Taking that away would be like losing one of the party of five. Like fate. Who would drive our incredibly priceless interdimensional RV carelessly off a ramp if fate wasn't here? To spread the word, we sincerely appreciate your help in getting the message out. We are doing some promo swaps with some other D&D podcasts in the community, so give it a listen and check them out if you're interested. Thanks again, and as always, hope you enjoyed the show.
In a world headed for disaster, five strangers with mysterious pasts are thrown together by the winds of fate to try to stop the unseen forces that threaten to destroy their world. Join Creval, a dragonborn with no memory and no past, who is the first of the barbarians of the mountains to be seen in a thousand years. Cotter, a penniless paladin, running from something or someone in his past. No one, the only tiefling monk the kingdom has ever seen, who has been expelled from his monastery for reasons he has not revealed. Adri, his monastic companion who hides some deep dark secret she cannot reveal. And Arlen, once a simple farmer, until some mysterious event manifested sorceress powers in him. They must travel the length and breadth of the kingdom of Faroe, searching for the disparate clues that will help them unravel the mystery of the failing of their land, while trying to hold together the unraveling threads of society's weave threatening to come apart at any moment. They will have to battle nature, plague, politics, and even the forces of the underworld as they attempt to discover and defeat whoever, or whatever, is attempting to poison their world and throw it into chaos. Relic of the Past is a novel-length story told via a clean, custom, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever fine podcasts are found, and at poolmedia.podbean.com.